Hello, everybody. Jim Malone coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is October 5th, Wednesday, and uh, the market, well, it is a tale of two cities. Um, you know, we have, uh, we're up on the Dow, but uh, the NASDAQ not doing so great. Um, you know, it just, uh, it really comes down to the fact that, uh, you know, <laughs> it looks like we are going to see, we're seeing a lot of strength in the oil stocks. Uh, we're starting to see a lot of strength in the oil stocks, but uh, Tesla and other stocks like that, not so much. So very interesting. Um, uh, Dow Jones basically turned turn positive, but uh, the uh, the Nasdaq, of course, is off. Um, we ha- we came through a very nice buy point on um, on Exxon. I want to show you this uh, interesting, and I still think this is potentially actionable. Um, I I still think this is potentially actionable um uh tomorrow i did i did not buy this one today but uh it they had good great earnings exxon had great earnings and uh they're they just popped right up very very nicely and uh it's in this consolidation base um and i do think it is still viable i'm looking on the technicals here how far off the uh i'm looking on let's go over to the um the daily chart and look at the 21 day moving average because that's going to give us the um that's that's going to give us the buy that's going to give us the place that we could enter this trade uh and so i'm looking here and in the 21 day line we're, we're a little bit little bit high on the 7.51 typically we want to buy this one about five percent of the uh 21 day exponential moving average so but i still think even with that that uh, Exxon will give us another opportunity tomorrow uh, to get into the stock. Just wanted to kind of run down a bunch of things here. The checklist, very, very strong uh, at um, at basically 89%. The only thing, that, of course, that it is lacking is it's not being accumulated as much by other uh, companies. Part of the reason is, is that they're already there. There's uh, currently 3,065 different funds that are currently in Exxon. Very, very strong, of course, on that. So <clears throat> definitely something that, uh, um, you know, that is that is definitely a doable here. Um, just kind of want to put up, you know, everything on, you know, with, with Exxon here. I do think it's going to give us an opportunity to come back in. Now, interestingly enough, today I did not buy Exxon. I bought uh, I bought a company called Chenier. I rebought it. I've, I've owned this one, taken profits, and then you know, recycled it for some reason. There we go. Okay. So hopefully that, there we go. It's letting us go back there. Um, yeah. So, so what's going on here, of course, is that, uh, this is giving us an opportunity now, um, with other shares like uh, Tesla, of course, they're moving down. I don't recommend, you know, right now, um, we had this situation with, uh, for some reason I'm getting, there we go. Let's move it back. There we go. Okay, so with today's market action, basically we are up um, on. Let's see if we can move this over to there. There we go. Uh, today's move. Today's action here. Uh, we're basically you know up on the S and P just barely uh, on the Dow Jones. Of course, this is the one that really had the strength. That was up about a third of the point. But uh, the the Nasdaq. That's that's where all the tech stocks live. And, of course, they're doing poorly. So there was an agreement between Saudi Arabia and uh, Russia, it looks like, to cut production. So it's looking like, at least for right now, 
it's looking like uh, we're going to see more, um, you know, we're going to see probably more strength. And, and less and less strength in some of the um, some of the other shares. Uh, also, want to uh, bring up, uh, show you what I'm currently in. Currently, I'm in two stocks. One is Dino D I N O, and that is um, uh, that uh, that was down a little bit today. And I'm also in um, LNG, uh, also a, a liquefied natural gas play. I'm more than likely going to be buying a half position in Exxon tomorrow, it looks like. Also, uh, Chevron is looking very, very good. But, of course, we're having issues regarding some of the other, um, you know, some of the things in the uh, uh, in the tech sector. So that's really where the problem has been. All right, let's uh, take a quick look at some of the questions. Thank you very much. Let's look at Tesla because that one was off so much. Uh, and I think that we can, we can definitely take a look at that. So let's look at Tesla. TSOA, it's down, of course, today. Uh, right now, you know, you're starting to see with this inflation, you're starting to see a movement back towards, um, you know, really, you know, really the old-fashioned technology, uh, and not, um, you know, not the technology, you know, not the electric car technology. The the unfortunately, the real the the real reality with with the electric cars is that it's going to be a niche market for a while, I think, because. The, the grid just does not have the capability of supporting as many cars, electric cars, as possible. Now, that may change in the future, but right now, not so much. Um, Tesla was down significantly, and it's down after hours as well. Uh, and we had, and the thing about it, and I, and I want to point this out here, is that we had strong selling uh, here. It's above the, um, the, uh, the, the average line. We did have some. We did some buying uh, yesterday, but it's it, the the trend on X um, on um, uh, Tesla right now is down, and I think that it's it's going to come down really to the probably the consolidation, which is about at uh, two twenty. But you know, just right now, it's it's just basing out. I haven't been trading it, <coughs> uh, as you know. I did quite well in the stock about a year ago. Very, very well, but just not the time for the stock anymore. And uh, I just think you got to you got to stay out of Tesla, and you got to stay out of, you know, the strength in the market is primarily in the oils. I mean, that's just that's just a fact. And uh, you know, that's that's just that's just sort of where that's just sort of where, um, you know, where the strength in the, where the strength in the market is. And uh, so that's kind of where I'm going, at least for right now. So um, yeah, take a look, Charles. Thank you, uh, M. Uh, let's look at MPLX. I don't know MPLX. Let's see if I can uh, bring that up. MPLX. Let's do a quick. Um, MPLX owns and operates midstream. Okay, I'm definitely liking it. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely liking anything really in the energy space right now, because with that with that um, situation with um with with Saudi Arabia and OPEC plus you know we're definitely looking probably at higher oil prices I mean that's just a fact I mean they they're cutting back production um would I buy it here well I'd be a little bit concerned on this one uh Charles because we're below the we're still below that 200 day moving average I just don't like to buy anything below that 200 day moving average it's just it's just it's sort of a bridge too far for me so below this below this 200 day moving average that's this black line here I am not really a buyer. I just, uh, it's not, it's not what I'm looking at. It does have a very nice relative strength, 
very strong, 89. But remember, because the overall market has been declining, the relative strength of even you know the 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 ones that are just holding up or is, has improved. So, but uh, again, this this looks this looks good. I would not buy it because it's below the 200-day line. Give it a little bit of time. Uh, I'm looking to see kind of the fund ownership in this one. 160 funds are in this one, um, so that's that's pretty good. Checklist is excellent, 89, uh, and uh, on the, on the uh, technicals, let's take a look how far off the uh, 21-day line is. Well, it's pretty close to 21-day line. This is not a bad place to buy it. If you were going to buy it here, would be at this uh, at the 21-day line. It's 1% above that, but it's still below that 200-day uh, moving average. So I probably would pass on this one just because it's, you know, it, I think there's better stuff. I think you want to buy something even – I think what you want to find out here is the strongest um, – you know, are, are the are the strongest ones, and so I would be very careful buying it uh, at this, uh, you know, at this level. So, on this one, I would just say, um, you know, pass on, um, uh, on, on, you know, pass on this one. Uh, so that's kind of my that's kind of my take. Uh, that that's kind of that's kind of my take here on this uh, on 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 this one. I think that there's better fish in the sea right now. So I. I, I would be moving. Oops, I would be moving away from this. Uh, this kind of a, kind of a, um, uh, this 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 kind of a stock. I think there's better ones out there, and uh, just want to kind of, you know, if we do see an upward trend here in the market. All right, so let's take a look from Christine. Thank you, Christine, very much. Let's look at Oxy. Now, Oxy is a different story. Of course, this is being accumulated by Warren Buffett right now. And uh, it does, you know, it's in the right sector. Again, oil and gas is really, you know, for lack of a better, you know, for lack of anything better, oil and gas is sort of where the action is uh, in the market. If, you know, we are in a little bit of a dead cat bounce, I do think we're going to come up a little bit on the, uh, uh, you know, I, I do think we're going to come up a little bit on the S&P. But, uh, you know, for right now, we can go long, but I just think you got to be careful what sector you're in. Uh, really, I think uh, right now the, the sector to be in, of course, is the um, is is the oil is the oil and gas sector. So looking at looking at that, um, looking at Oxy here. Let's see if I can I can take off the uh, markup tool. For some reason, it's not. Yeah, there we go. All right. Yeah, what I'm doing here is I'm taking off the uh, marks that I've made on this one because I've been trading. Oxy as well. Um, here's the thing: we're in the buy zone on this. I I, I like this a lot, Christina. Uh, we're in the buy zone. We're above the 200-day moving average. I'm liking that. We've got very strong relative strength at 98. I'm liking that. Um, you know, we've got uh, a, a, a accumulation. Um, you know, we know we have accumulation by by Warren Buffett. We are right about at the at the 21-day line. I think this is viable. Uh, I think this is absolutely viable here. This has got a hundred percent checklist, so I think Oxy is viable at this level. Um, it is up just a slightly after hours, about four cents at sixty-seven seventy-eight. So I definitely think Oxy is viable here. It's in the buy zone. It's uh, above the two hundred day line. It's got a hundred percent checklist, and it's in the right sector. So I think uh, you know I think you could definitely go ahead and nibble at this one. Um, what I would do here probably is, uh, uh, you know, Oxy is viable. 
Now, and and what I would do is, you know, if you if you bought it around this price, um, if you bought it around this price, I think you would have a pretty good buy here. Uh, it looks like it is moving on an upward trend. I think we're I think we're going to get a nice reversal off this cup with handle uh, formation. So I, I think this is viable, and uh, you know, it would not be a bad buy. Now, I would would I go all on this? Absolutely not. I would go in with maybe a quarter or a half position. Now, what do I mean by a quarter or a half position? Well, if you take your portfolio and you divide it up into eight pizza slices, think of a quarter position as being one-fourth of a pizza slice or really very small amount, about 2.5% of your portfolio. So I would probably go in with a quarter position and then maybe and maybe a half position. You just want to nibble. You don't want to be um, too, too – uh, you, don't, you don't want to dive in this one too deep because – the market is still in the downtrend, and uh, because of that, it's just a t it's very treacherous, and uh, we don't want to overexpose ourselves to the market right now, uh, because we are in, you know we are in a downtrend. So be very very careful uh, here. Charles is asking uh, also about uh, Oxy, um, so uh, thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, Jim, uh, Tesla's down. Uh, I shorted it. Um, going, uh, going back, uh, ah, geez, uh, I feel for you. Yeah. Right now, Tesla is sort of in a consolidation and I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not short any positions right now just because, you know, we're having this dead cat bounce and I just don't think this is the time. Um, I believe it or not, I don't think this is the time to be short. I did a few shorts, uh, a, a little over, uh, two weeks ago, but I've, I've pulled back on that. And I'm I'm not short right now, so it's just kind of the way to go. All right, let's look at uh, for Charles. Let's look at Microsoft versus Intel. Now, I was talking about Intel on the show yesterday. Um, you know, obviously for a short-term play, I don't think Intel is very good, but it has lost so much of its value that I think that uh, if we if we if we put on if we take off our can slim hat uh, and we put on you know, we, we put on the kind of the, the value investor hat. This one might be potentially a very good buy. And uh, so let's let's kind of look at the. Uh, there we go. Let's try to get the chart up here for everyone. There we go. All right. So here's the chart for. Um, here, here's the chart for. Uh, Intel versus um, in, Intel versus Microsoft. As you can see, over the last year, Microsoft has has performed better than Intel, but they're both down. This is the problem with the Nasdaq stocks. Really, if you bought a uh, hundred dollars worth of um, Intel and you bought a hundred dollars worth of Microsoft a year ago, you'd be off about you'd, you'd be down about uh, about uh, twelve percent on Microsoft, but you'd be down. At a whopping 45 to 50, almost 50% on Intel. This is why I think, that, you know, uh, I normally don't say this, but I do believe that Intel is sort of on sale uh, because we're at such a level, such a low level. Now, am I buying Intel right now? No, I'm kind of waiting to see what's happening with Intel. I'm, I'm still a little bit leery of this because, you know, this is just not my style to do to do these deep buys like this. Uh, I'm 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 not I'm a cancel trader. I'm more of a momentum trader than I am a um, value investor. But 
you know, desperate, desperate, situ desperate times call for desperate, desperate situations. Let's look at the Intel chart. INTC, of course, is the symbol for Intel. And uh, All right, with the Intel chart, uh, as you can see, we've moved way, 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 way down. Um, and over the last year, it's just been it's just been this this slide all the way down, all the way down, all the way down. Right now, Intel has a relative strength of twelve. That means that uh, um, that means that eighty eight percent of the market is doing better than Intel. So this is just shows you the weakness in the Nasdaq stocks. Um, right now, we you know in our trading and uh, in our in our sort of with our trading hat, we want to be out of the Nasdaq altogether. That's why I'm primarily in the oils right now. Uh, and not in any of the Nasdaq stocks, but as you know, but this is this is such a low price for for Intel. Intel is trading at twenty seven sixty one right now. Uh, do I think it'll go lower? Possibly. It really hasn't bottomed yet. I so you know, I would put this one on your watch list. I wouldn't buy it now. I would wait some more because I think there's going to be even more demand destruction on Intel. And I think it could actually even go lower. I think it could go possibly down to uh you know as low as about in the 20s uh if we look way back on the monthly chart and here's what i'm going to do i'm going to just put that monthly chart on this is way going all the way back basically to um you know this is basically going all the way back you know to uh 1989 as you can see uh it was this is a split adjusted chart so it actually wasn't trading at two but on a split adjusted basis it is now the last time it made its high was, was way back here in 1999. This was, this was right before the crash. This, is, this was right before the, the, major, the, the, the major crash. Now, if we go forward here to um, 2008, that's, that's a critical time as well for, for the market and everything. In, in 2008, um, you know, we can see basically that it made its low. And the low it made in 2008 was 14. Okay, right there, 14, that was the basically, well, actually, yeah, about, that was the low that it made, about 13. So the question is, right now it's at 27. So I do believe we're probably going to see it. This was, this was one of the resistance points here, as you can see. That went way back to 2014. The next leg down, if we get a leg down, I don't know if we will, will be here. Oops. And that is basically at just about 19. So I do think if we if we move back to about you know 25 or so, this is support here. So we may have support here at this level. That's why I'm thinking this. That's why this stock is getting very interesting to me. But still, it's losing relative strength. So I think it has a little ways to go. I'm going to be very very interested in this stock at about 19. Uh, and I don't know if it's going to get there. That's that means it has to go down eight percent from here, but that is a possibility with uh, Intel. That is a possibility. But again, I am just watching the stock. I haven't bought it yet, uh, but you know, bottom fishing is not a specialty for me. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, because I'm as I said, I'm a trend trader. But this one might be. I don't think Intel is going to go out of business. Um, but I think that you know we we have a really a situation where. If we could buy it below 25, I would be I would be getting very interested. We're at 27 right now, so 
that might be potentially uh, potentially a place to buy it. All right, let's look at TPL. Uh, TPL is Texas-specific land. Now, um, this is actually based here in Dallas, interestingly enough. It's the old Texas-specific railroad, but it's basically a, a royalty trust. It's a mineral royalty trust, and this is one of the most expensive stocks on the market. It was up, of course, today 13%, which is incredible because essentially, uh, you know, this is a $2,000 a share stock. But this is, with the price of oil, one of the things is the companies that own a lot of oil in the Permian Basin, and that's why Occidental is a good buy too. This is where we want to look for the strength. We want to look for the strength in the operators that are in the Permian. The operators that are in the Permian are basically Exxon, uh, also um, Occidental, Texas Pacific Land. They are, this is a land holder. This, they own land. So could you buy this one? I think you could. This is a volatile stock. I think it's likely to go higher. Um, this is this is not bad. I, uh, I like this one a lot. You probably couldn't buy that many shares of it. It's an expensive stock, and it's very volatile. As you can see, it went up uh, today. It went up... Um, $236 a share. So, um, but I do think that it's on an upward trend and uh, it has been performing extremely well. So let's look at, uh, that's, I'm sorry, that's what for the year. Let's look at the daily chart on Texas Pacific land. There we go. Yeah, it's really not in a buy zone. It's really too far extended from the um, from the from the twenty one from the twenty one day moving average, but if you could buy this, um, if this pulls back uh, to the twenty one day line, that's where you could possibly get into it. This, there was a buy point in May. Boy, that would have been good if I had gotten in there. Look at that. The, there was a buy point at fifteen eight fifteen twenty, and then it, it's it then you know it pulled back, but it's moved higher. It's really moved nicely. It's up three hundred dollars from there. So this is this is a potential one. I wouldn't buy it here. Why? Even though with the with the increasing um, with the with the increasing volume here, I still think that this one would. I, it's just too far extended from that line. So I want to wait for a pullback on this one. But if there is a pullback, I may be. Uh, I, I I actually think this is good. So I, what I would do with TPL right now is um, I, I would be I would be watching. TPL. So I would watch. Texas Pacific land. Um, and it, it, and it is, you know, it is a, it, you know, it does pay tremendous. Oops. It does. It does pay some tremendous dividends. Let's look at their dividend history. I'm going to look to the, to the, uh, the, the, the chart here for the, uh, the, the, uh, the payouts. It's had some, uh, their profits this year, their sales are up 64% just in this last quarter. Profits up 100% in the quarter. So this is one of the top performing stocks. Again, this owns um, Texas-specific land, owns um, owns um, mineral rights in the Permian Basin. So that's really key. Also, we have ex increasing fund ownership. Um, again, this is kind of a, this is a niche stock. Not a lot of people have ever heard of it. Um Mostly, this is owned by very, very wealthy individuals. Uh, that's typically the way it is. It's got a. The only thing I don't like about this one, it's a PE ratio of forty, which seems to be a little bit high for this kind of thing. So I think you're better off buying 
you know, Oxy or um, some of the other ones, but uh, very interesting stock. I would watch this one right now. I would not be a buyer of it just because I think it's a little bit rich. I mean, I, I think it's a little bit high priced um, for where it is, but uh, excellent, interesting, very, very interesting stock. Okay, let's look at a few more. And 3M, interesting, interesting. I haven't, I haven't looked at the chart for 3M in a long time, so that is interesting. MMM, of course, is the stock. 3M, 3M's Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing is, uh, of course, the company. It's the 3M company. Um, all right, let's look. Definitely not a buy. It's in a downward trend. Oops. Oh, for some reason, I lost the... There we go. Okay. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes this is trying. There we go. Let's just change the shape of this a little bit. Come on. All right. Let's make it smaller because that, that way we can see it better. There. All right. So, go back to the daily chart. A right. little bit of a, little bit of a, there we go. Okay, so we're going to get, maybe we'll get a chart here. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's not, we're, 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 we're a little bit frozen on the screen, so hopefully there. There we go. I think we're going to get, no, no, we're going to need to refresh this. See if this will let us refresh it. There we go. 3M. All right. This is not something I would be a buyer on. It just is not a good chart, as you can see. Oops. Uh, we have a down. We have a downward trend on it, and uh, just not just not something I think we want to be buying here. So I would I would not be a buyer of this one. Their sales were down three three percent last quarter, so it is not looking. Well, going to get it. It's uh. My screen is refreshing here. All right. So if we take a look at the daily chart on, on 3M, you know, we went up, we, we went up to the 200 day moving average and um, it hit the 200 day moving average. This is one of the reasons why it's really not a good idea to buy anything below this 200 day moving average with, with some exceptions. Uh, just not a good, just not a good practice. It's come down. It's going lower. Uh, it's got earnings in 20 days. The numbers are not bearing out. They're not looking that good uh, for 3M. Basically for 3M, we've got a situation where uh, the estimates are the 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 there's they're going to be off their sales are going to be off two percent this year. They're looking for a slight increase next year of four percent, but overall not a good situation for this stock. Down three percent, profits are down ten percent. So I'd stay away from this one. Uh, so I would I would be avoiding, um, you know, avoiding. Board MMM, uh, 3M. I just, I, I don't think it's a strong stock. I don't think it's in a good area. And uh, overall, I just don't like it. And um, yeah, there we go. All right, let's see if we can take a question from TikTok. And we're just about at the end of the show. So, okay, ticker. What do you think of, I don't, oh, Palantir. <laughs> Let's take a look at Palantir. Palantir, unfortunately, has been 
one Peter Thiel stock that has not, not done well. And PLTR, I was in it earlier, but I just haven't touched it. Uh, you know, again, these Nasdaq stocks just have not been have not been producing uh, very very well. So I think you just got to stay out of them for right now. But Palantir, if you look at the chart here, uh, it is currently at a 14 relative strength, which is not good. That means that uh, most of the market is doing better than this. You can you can definitely see this is a downward trend. Currently trading for eight dollars forty two cents. Will it bounce? I don't think so. So, you know, I, you know, this one actually could go out of business. I, I'm not expecting that to happen, but this is a very, very weak stock. They did have nice earnings, though. Their earnings were up uh, 25%, um, but just doesn't look good. Their, their PE ratio, it's, it's, you know, 121. That's just not good enough. I mean, when we've got Exxon with PE ratio of like seven or eight, I mean, you just, this is not viable, really. This is right, not viable right now. It's a cool stock. They do a lot of cool things, but uh, I just think it's a, not a stock that you want to be in right now. The market is just unforgiving right now for the tech stocks. You want to be out of the tech sector at all costs. So PLTR is a no. And uh, so I would, I, would not be, uh, I, I would not be looking at Palantir at all. Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's yesterday's news. Uh, and like so many of these things, when we had cheap money out there, uh, these kind of stocks did really, really well, but not anymore, right? In this market with high inflation, uh, you know, high inflation and uh, so bail on the Q, uh, SQQQ. Um, you know, I think you better be careful with the SQQQ. That is a short on the Qs. I do think we're going to get a bounce on the Qs, but I would I would be out of the SQQQ right now. Just uh Looking at that, that's just like this is the question from TikTok on the SQQQ. So let's look at that really quickly. And you know, this I do not recommend trading this stock right now because of the you know, potential volatility. But uh, let's take a look at it. Let's look at the chart on it. And uh, as you can see on the SQQQ, it's way way down here, basically at the bottom. Uh, it is up a little bit after hours. Uh, it is a little bit of a bounce. There was a buy point on it with a consolidation at uh, 52.67. It's currently at 51.70. Uh, I would be careful with this one. I would not buy this one, even though it is sort of trending up. The, these are tough. These are really ultra short term. The SQQQ, you really don't want to hold more for more than about three or four days. So I would not be a buyer of the SQQQ. I don't think it's really an investment, unfortunately. Ah, and this will probably be the last two. Um, let's look for Roman. Let's look at, uh, and this is interesting. This is uh, in-phase solar. This is the problem with solar stocks. Uh, it's, highly, um, it, it's highly dependent on China. Uh, and so I think you've got to be really careful uh, in the solar. This is one of the reasons I didn't really go into many of the solar stocks, even though it has been a top performing sector of the economy um you know there was uh in phase it was down uh, you know it's down today not a whole lot uh but i think um you know i i think if you look at the daily chart i'm going to go over here to the daily chart um you can see we've had this huge drop basically from about 300 to 250 i mean that's a lot that the uh, it dropped basically um uh, almost 10% and with with uh, with double the average volume. So this is signal. This is a signal right here. This is a signal to get out. If you're in it, 
I hope you had stops on us because this is a signal. This is a signal to get out of the stock. Uh, basically, that you know, this just this is just a signal to to be out. So uh, with um, with uh, ENPH um, signal to get out. And that's really that's really what this is telling us uh, here is um, we need to be out of this stock because it's probably going to go lower. It's broken the it's broken the resistance at uh, the ten day line, and now that it's likely to go even lower. If we uh, I'm sorry at the um, at the fifty day line, and so it's likely to go even lower. Um, and I think you're going to see it see it move significantly lower. So I'd be I'd be out of this one um, again. You always want to set your stop loss. Uh, in situations like this so that you're not caught flat-footed because this market is very volatile and it reverses extremely quickly. All right, let's look at uh, Mr. Jeet is looking at WTI. I think I think you're talking about West Texas Intermediate Crude, uh, but let's, uh, this may be a symbol, but also it sounds like it's West Texas Intermediate. Yeah, okay. WT offshore. That's interesting that it has that. Okay, so this is definitely you know where you want to be. You want to be in the oils. Uh, it's moved up very nicely. This is, this is a ten over under ten dollars stock, ninety nine relative strength. Um, unfortunately, this one is extended, so I would I would stay out of this one right now. Um, you know, basically, uh, you know, WTI is extended. I would I would I would stay out of this one just because it it is extended right here, and we don't have a lot of volume. All right, well we looks like we're almost at the end here. Um, oh Devin, let's look at Devin. For, let's look at two more, Devin and Real, uh, Devin Energy Future. Well, I think Devin is is a great stock. Um, DVN. Uh, now they did go through a bankruptcy, so there was a reorganization on Devin. But uh, we're coming out with a cup and handle here, increasing volume of sales. Now again, a lot of a lot of these a lot of uh, oil stocks trade the same. But one thing I want to point out here on this is that they've had extremely good earnings. Their their uh, sales were up 133 percent last quarter, profits up 332 percent. So that's awesome. When it, when it comes to it. Also, the P.E. ratio. Remember we were looking at those P.E. ratios on like, um, you know, stocks like Palantir. They had 121 P.E. This is a 10 P.E. So producing $6.79. It does look like their estimates, they're, they're, they're looking at a uh, very strong fourth quarter. And they're also looking at a strong 2013. So it's the 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 strength is on this one. Can you buy it here? Well, let's take a look. Um, it is a reversal, so that might be a good place to buy it. I think there's a lot of future for Devin. Um, yeah, you could buy it. It's probably going to pull back a little bit here. Let's see how far above that 21-day line it is. And it's got a 100% checklist. I'm liking that very much. It's a little bit it's a little bit high off of the uh, 21 day line. Here's what I would do with Devon. I would wait and probably buy it. Uh, I think you can buy it, try to buy it a little bit closer to the 21 day moving average. Um, so if it, if it were to pull back, say to about uh, 
65, 66. Um, you know, I would, I would try to buy on the pullback here. Uh, I, I like this one a lot. And uh, so I would, uh, for, um, for DVN, try to buy on a pullback. Uh, to I'm going to say about 66. That's going to be, I don't think it's going to go any lower than that, but try to buy this one. Oops. Try to buy this one on a pullback to about 66 or so, 65, 66, if you can get it back there. You need to be closer to the 21-day line in order to enter this one, but it's a good stock. It's in a good industry, and it's uh, coming off a very nice pattern. It's a cup with handles above the 200-day the, the moving average, so it's set up very, very nicely, also 100% checklist. Well, everybody, thank you so much. It's uh, probably it for today. Um, here's the thing. If you are not already a member of the Action Trailer, it's please, uh, please do so. Please uh, jump on over to www. Dallas trading floor. Okay. Oops. WWW Dallas trading floor. And um, just please also, uh, this, this helps us out a tremendous amount, of course, is if you could like the show. I always like that because that, that helps us get us, get us out there to more people. Also, uh, if you're not all a member of the free action trailers, just go to www Dallas Trading Floor, and you'll see it. You can sign up; it's easy. It's first and last name, and you'll be on the list for that. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at five o'clock. Hopefully, um, we're getting a little bit of strength now. Here's the thing: I want to caution you in this market. Um, it's not a time to be that that exposed. Currently, my exposure to this market is very very minimal. I basically only am exposed with one full position. I have two half positions. One in uh, uh, one in um, um, uh, LNG, which is the uh, which is Chenier, and the other one is in Sinclair. And I may buy a position in um, Exxon. I probably buy a larger position in Exxon just because it's a little bit less. It's a little bit more stable stock. Uh, but uh, be careful. You want to be mostly in cash right now. We're in this dead cat bounce, but uh, again, it is a very very volatile market. And it's just the kind of market that you just you can get really killed in if you're overexposed. So be very, very careful uh, here. I'll say this is the last question. Um, industry group analysis. Oh, okay, great. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I'll, I'll be talking tomorrow more about the industry group analysis uh, for the, uh, for, um, um, you know, the, the industry, industry group analysis. I, did, I, did I do that September? 17th. Okay, I, I'm going to update that on the uh, on on. I'm going to update the industry group analysis for everyone tonight. So if you go back to the uh, Dallas trading floor, you'll see it, and we'll have a we'll have an update for you on that. So thanks again, and uh, happy trading, everybody. I hope uh, everyone's well. Um, again, stay stay mostly in cash in this market right now. That's really that's really the thing to be in uh, right now. But uh, um, but you know we are getting a bounce, and we, we it probably will go for a little bit of time. So. Uh, that's kind of my, my thesis on it, but I'm mostly in cash and the other things I'm really buying is oils and that's about it. So happy trading.